When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This episode of The Group Chat is brought to you by Lyft. Skip the hassle of finding and paying for parking. Take Lyft instead. Hey guys, this week on The Group Chat, we are recapping our favorite moments from the Super Bowl in Miami. I think based on the fact that there was, you know, a fourth quarter comeback, there were some touchdowns in there, there at the end. Maybe the people are giving it more credit than right. just because of recency bias. But yeah, I, I agree. There definitely a good wasn't game, not a great game. There I would wasn't say. an all time play from that game that's gonna make the annals. And then we have a segment that includes The Bachelor, The Office, The Super Bowl, and Oceans Eleven, all in just a couple of minutes. We've talked about this in our office recently, I feel like. Creed, <laughs> the number of words he says on that show not is many. about the lowest of the, yeah. the cast. But the like hit rate oh, for each of those words 100. is the highest. And then we end this episode with some of our favorite, most ridiculous sports quotes. We have that and so much more on this week's The Group Chat. You've been added to The Group Chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Group chat is back. We're all together. We are actually doing this on Tuesday, which for the record is when we always try and do the group chat. It just doesn't <laughs> always work out that way because this offseason so far, if you have been paying attention at all, has been insane. But here we are. It's been nice for these past two days or day and a half to catch up on work. That's been a new thing for me. This is exciting. That is exciting. Thank you. Although, I got to be honest. Being in Miami sounded pretty exciting. Yeah. So. I would take that. You're right. I Miami was great. The weather was fantastic. But we spent much of our time inside a convention center. Mm. Even though we did joke that I was at the beach. I wasn't really. I was at the beach for a very short amount of time. But it wasn't to just lay on the beach and enjoy yeah. it. But it was wonderful to see and hear and, you know, the great, wonderful Isn't things of the beach. Oddly tiring just to like be standing around or walking around All a convention day. center. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like strangely exhausting. Well, we were talking when we went down there for the Super Bowl, of course, the thing about these NFL tent pole events are you can kind of plan the content, but you kind of just have to go and see what happens. But this was the first experience that I had of we we weren't exactly sure what players were going down there. We didn't know, you know, at, at the last second or maybe a week or two before, Matt Rule decided not to go. So we knew Dave and Nicole Tepper were going to be there. We knew that maybe we would run into some players. We knew Christian had a couple of appearances. 
But we didn't know if anyone else would be down there. So we're sitting at the convention center just constantly scouring, just looking, looking. That's exhausting. Yeah. We were so tired when we left, but we didn't really have anything, like, big to show for it. We we threw out a couple of pieces of content, but it it was crazy to see just from my perspective. I've never been to the Super Bowl, yeah. so I thought that was really interesting to see. The Miami weather was wonderful. But then we left on Friday, and that's really when the festivities even kicked yeah. up another notch, and that's when, right. you know, DJ Moore – Curtis Samuel, uh, we did run into James Bradbury, but Brian Burns went down there. So a lot of different players did come in for the weekend. We just left and didn't. Mm -hmm. We came back. So it was a really cool experience, but I'm excited to be back in Charlotte. And the Charlotte weather has been phenomenal. Yeah, you brought it back with you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, the Super Bowl did not disappoint either. How would you guys rank the Super Bowl on a just – level of enjoyment for, as a fan. Well, first of all, we all were incorrect with our predictions. I know, and in right? in fact, cursed the Niners. I'm so glad that we it, all did I it mean, together. Yep. We did. So. But what did we also say? That our hearts wanted yeah. the Chiefs mm-hmm. to win. Very, so I was very, very happy. Cool. Yeah, that was very cool. I would have been more sad if we were correct. Yeah, no, I, every, every, everybody, every neutral, I think, wanted to see Andy Reid win, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it was wonderful. big red. That was awesome. And, it was so and cool. it wasn't a, it wasn't over at halftime. And that's what I was somewhat worried about. Like, you know, the yeah. earlier playoff games with the Chiefs, and you're just like, oh, well, okay, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. I, it, it was obviously a competitive game, and, you know, it took until very late in the fourth quarter for it to be decided, but it lacked a real, like, wow moment or w- moments for me. I don't, I don't put it up there with, you know, I, if we're going to start tiering Super Bowls and how their entertainment value, I don't put it in – in that top group. I don't know what, what you thought. Well, I think for most of the game, it was kind of waiting for something to sure. happen. I, I think I think we're giving it more credit now based on the past couple of years. You know, last year, what, there wasn't a touchdown oh, until yeah, like the last, last three minutes. I mean, yeah. so right. I think I think based on the fact that there was, you know, a fourth quarter comeback, there were some touchdowns in there, there at the end, maybe the people are giving it more credit than right. just because of recency bias. But, yeah, I, I agree. There definitely a good wasn't. Game. Not a great game. There I wasn't an all-time play from that game that's going to make the annals. You, there, didn't, you didn't like the flip, the spin. Eh, I know. I've, I mean, it was eh, okay. In sh- certainly in, in Chiefs lore, third and fifteen, sure, yeah. will forever yeah. be. You yeah. know, the fact that Tyree Kill is that wide open. Why? That was a punt, right? Mahomes is able to just yeah, air so it out. How, to him. how was he there? Yeah. I mean, that was to me. That was the game. It was like once that once they got that conversion, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like, for, from a Niners standpoint, it was like, uh oh. And yeah. from a Chiefs standpoint, it felt like, mm-hmm, yeah, we're coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just, it, they just rolled. And yeah. it, for, for the longest time, it felt like, man, this Chiefs, they're just not going to be able to shake this shake this off. The Niners kind of have the clamps down on that them. That second but. interception, you're thinking like, oh, Yeah, it looks like, yeah. no, this is not the Mahomes we're used to seeing. This Chiefs offense is kind of just rattled. But I give them a lot of credit because with the stakes that high and the pressure just like mounting with each passing minute, you look at the clock and time's running out, it's easy to kind of – just let that overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. And I give that team a lot of credit for just being able to fight through it and come back and win decisively, you know, put it away. What about the commercials? What did we think about the yeah. commercials this year? I like the the Jason Momoa one where he <laughs> took off that all was funny. his muscles. That was funny. Yeah. The Google one had uh, everyone in yeah. the feels. Yeah. yeah. What do we think of the NFL 100 to start, start it off? I thought that was cool, too. That was cool when they all ran on the yeah. field. Creative to incorporate yeah. 
the commercial with the actual on field. And, and I, I was I was talking about this like I think it's cool that you know not every team was very, you know very represented. Like there weren't really like Bucks or Falcons that you thought about out. And you know there's McCaffrey, and that's cool that you know the the Panthers were somewhat of a, a decent part of it. Mm-hmm. Halftime show, loved. Pretty I loved epic. it. What I loved about it was they leaned so much into the Miami culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, think about what Atlanta could have done. That's okay, what yeah. they did in Miami. They went all out for the Miami culture. And I think the response has been interesting because if you've never been to Miami, you just don't get it. You don't understand how international Miami mm-hmm. is, how the culture is so vibrant. Mm-hmm. You, you can instantly identify the culture of Miami. You can't do that. Anywhere else. Right. I mean, really, I, I think I just think the culture is so rich there, and they leaned into it really hard. I thought it was yeah. awesome. Athletically, I don't know if there was a more impressive performance <laughs> than from 43-year-old Shakira and 50-year-old Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Oh, completely. I mean, think about how crazy that is Yeah, for yeah. them to do what they're doing at that age. And to That's, look and like to, they do while doing it. And ridiculous. sound like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't dubbed, I don't think. I mean, that was real. I think they did say a little dubbing. A little dubbing. The amount of... Like yes. think about all that. Like they would be out of breath, you know. I sure, think it sure, has sure. To be. I but, think there yeah. was a part for J Lo that people were saying. I think that, but who yeah, cares? But still, that yeah. was the, that was the whole response. Was and your point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you also true. see everything else that they're doing? Yes. It was. It was, it was incredible. overall. It was a Super Bowl that did not disappoint, even if it wasn't exactly you know the the monumental play that we were looking yeah. for. I thought overall it was a great Super Bowl. I also wish that when they replay the Super Bowl, it was the full package, like. It, you get the commercials and everything. Mm. Like they're they're mm. replaying the Super Bowl right now. I want to rewatch the commercials. Right. I want to rewatch halftime. I want the whole thing because that's what makes the Super yeah. Bowl. The Super right. Bowl. You take all that stuff away. It's a football game that you know we're gonna rewatch on right. Tuesday. And yes, there are you know some exciting parts of it. But yeah, and the commercials give you a you know like a window a into experience. the time yeah. of when that Super Bowl was played. You know too. That that being said, I still. Probably selfishly and maybe kind of like in my own world, you know, like come on, we'll get off your high horse. I felt like some of the pregame show, like the pre pregame show, you know, you could definitely feel like the producers, like, hey, make sure that people that have never watched a football game can get into this. You know, I felt like there was a little, it was, it was dumbed down in a well, lot of ways. It is that way because right they because I, I get it. There were more but, people that watched the Super Bowl than voted. In sure. this last election. Yeah. So, and, and I get that, but I'm also, you know, as someone yeah. that watches football every weekend, you're kind of like, oh, God, this is awful. Wow. Snooty. I know. I know. Yikes. I know. You know what you should probably do is go to a better party. If yeah, why are better, you watching if the pregame? If you're show? at a better party and you're, like, conversing, you won't be so zeroed in on, like, what's going on in the pregame show. Great Well, point. go to a better party. Where were you for the Super Bowl? What'd you do? Uh, I was at Ann's house. All right. Well, that was probably a cool party. Yeah. And if you're listening... I wasn't bashing on your party. <laughs> I was more so bashing. And your on party all. sucked. No, <laughs> Will hated Will, it. Will said that. Can we actually cut that little part out and just like give that to Ann? This is what Will said about your party. Her wow. chili was very good. There you go. Fantastic. Chili. That's like a sneaky thing that you could make really bad. So I'm I'm glad that it was really good. Yeah. Good job, Ann, for having a great party and great chili. Great chili. We're not bashing on that at. All. But what we are going to do is we're going to talk about some things that happened from this last week, pop culture, football. So for our segment this week, I'm going to throw out just a little bit like we did last week of this or that. You're going to pick 
what is more deserving of the title that I'm going to present to you guys? Okay. That was a terrible description of what we're doing. We're going to roll with it. Just, just go with we'll it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so the first one is, which had more drama? Okay, mm. The Bachelor this week, they apparently had so much drama, they had to split it up into two episodes. So was it The Bachelor Ooh. or the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl? Do you watch The Bachelor? Will's a huge Bachelor fan, Obviously. so I'll let you just... Obviously. Uh, you know, the, the, the people and <laughs> the, the, the things that, that mm. were, were tweeted about the people uh-huh. were so overwhelming that I had to get off Twitter because mm. I was getting so like caught up in it and really mm. emotional about the things with the people. Yeah, I, I think The Bachelor is probably more dramatic. Mm. I would probably say so, too. I mean, there was there was drama in that fourth quarter for sure, but I mean, a, a like two part episode, two part episode, with like you know, like cliffhanger from the first one as you're waiting to find out what comes in the second. I mean, that's so as you that's can tell, drama. as you can tell, none of us watch The Bachelor. However, you don't, you have never watched a single you, really? season. Really, I I used to watch the earlier seasons when I was in college because okay. that's just what you did. Yeah. You you know, whenever to your your friend's dorm room sure. and you watched it. But no, yeah, I've I've not watched. The Bachelor or Bachelorette since early, early seasons. Yeah, because like too much. There's some, like a football game. There's you know, there's a competitiveness there, and it's their I think job. Yeah. They worked for it. They did something for and that Sunday. The right. Bachelor. Ugh. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> another level of you know. I don't. Know. I can't even I, describe it. I tried you know? to watch. <laughs> I tried literally to watch. can't. I literally can't. I tried to watch, I believe it was two years ago, maybe it was even just last year. A bunch of my girlfriends were getting together to watch it. So I was like, oh, this okay, I'll be a friend and I'll go, maybe I'll get into it. I left in the middle of the episode. Yeah. It's cringeworthy, it's overproduced, yeah. it's I just can't do it. Did so, you watch that show that like was a like a show based off what it's like to be on The Bachelor with like how the producers get involved and the no, casting of it. there's a show about that? Yeah. Oh. I'll find out what it was called, but it was super interesting because it was like written by people who used to work on yeah. The Bachelor. And it's insane. It's insane. I, so I've known a couple of people like through friends or know them personally that have been on the show. Mm-hmm. The rose ceremonies happen at like 2 a.m. Yeah, oh yeah, it's insane. With no dinner. Yeah. They're, they're fed an early dinner at like 4 Right. And then what? no food but alcohol through the night. And then yeah. these rose ceremonies are happening at 2 in the morning. If it's, you look, there's there, I believe maybe I've seen some of this or screen grabs from it because there's a couple of screen grabs where, like, girls will be crying. And there's there's a clock in, like, the corner, and you can see that it's, like, 1.33. Oh, my god. And it's, like, well, it's dark, and it's one yeah. thirty-three. Like, the night that they, the first night in the house is a very late rose ceremony. Yeah, that one's it, like the two or three o'clock in the morning. Wh- why? Unreal. Just, just unreal. That's the name of this the series. Oh. Okay. I I did read something. Things? I I did read. I love to know the spoilers though. Uh. So I will say when they first announce the season, I'll just go and see who wins. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy reading some of the things that the producers or people will blog about right. about how involved the producers get. So yes, we one this this season has been. The only one that I really know about is the Vanessa, I believe is her name. Um, Pilot Pete took Vanessa to a Chase Rice concert because the producers found out (laughs) that she used to date in some way Chase. Well, I met Chase three years ago. He was playing a concert um, in Indianapolis, met him through friends. 
So I've like stayed in contact, you know, just a casual friend. When that came out, I was like, bro, uh, did you know that they were coming yeah, to do this? What did he he say? had no idea. Yeah. I heard wow. he was pretty upset with yeah, all that. Yeah, he he yeah, no idea. He he did put out like a statement about yeah. it. Like I feel like it's, you know, why? Yeah. <laughs> why did you do this? Why did yeah. you involve me? That's what I, I can't I can't get on board. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So like on the football field, it's like the like the best man wins, right? Like yeah. it's like there's it's a sport and we're gonna find out who's gonna leave this field a winner. Like the bachelor, man, it is just so it is like more the drawn, backstabbing but and behind the scenes. It, there and, is more the the quantity of drama is much more on the bachelor. The quality of drama, sure, I believe on the football field is way better because we're going to be talking about this storyline of what happened at the Super Bowl for the next two or three months. And it's going to continue to come up over the course of all. I mean, next year is going to be like San Francisco's revenge tour. You know, like we're going to be talking about this. Whereas if we watched The Bachelor, (laughs) we would not know what was talking. So quality or quantity, take your pick. It's the only thing in our world, really, that we watch on TV. I mean, I guess there's some politics stuff, but where you're watching something and nobody actually knows what's going to (laughs) happen. You know, it's fourth yeah. down. Yeah. No one actually knows what's going to happen in the yeah. next 10 there's seconds. No yeah. There's yeah. no puppet. Yeah, there's not like, ooh, we're sure. going to, you know, make this happen. Like, no one right. knows. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. All and right, let's go to the next one. I know that was the Bachelor recap that all of you tuned into this episode <laughs> for. All right, so let's go. Who do you look forward to hearing speak more? If, if, if this person opens their mouth, who are you more inclined to absolutely lean in and listen? Would it be Creed from The Office? you're an office person out there if you're not an office person it's okay that used to be me just tune in you'll learn who Creed is <laughs> the second one Frank Clark in the playoffs mm. every time this man had media availability during the NFL playoffs he killed it he was a star he only killed it though because everything he said was true yeah he yeah. he he actually did what he said the first one I love was I don't see no difficulty in tackling him talking about Derrick Henry after Derrick Henry had come off multiple games. Yep. That <laughs> of was a ton bold. of yards. Mm-hmm. Bold. <laughs> and I believe he promised a Super Bowl. I think he was the one on the team yeah. that promised a Super Bowl. And then after the game, I saw he had some things to say about Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. G. Yeah. yeah, he, he was, um, he was on fire. Off. Yep. But Creed from The Office, guys. Mm-hmm. Creed. I'm going, I'm going Creed from The Office. Hands down. We've talked about this in our office recently, I feel like. Creed, <laughs> the number of words he says on that show Not is many. about the lowest of the, yeah. the cast, but the like hit rate oh. for each of those words is the highest. You know? There's not a wasted line from Creed. He, They're he's all like, hits. He's like Curtis Samuel's touchdown to reception ratio. Mm, yeah. Wow. That's See how he had, to, had to bring that back. Guy. Had to bring that, it back. There's Panther Stack guy. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, Creed, Creed for me wins this one. Creed over Frank Clark because Creed is just. But Frank Clark, we applaud you, man. As Frank yeah. Clark for did. For what we do, yeah. that was awesome. Thank you just very much. Love Frank. a guy who's got the confidence to just say what's on his and, mind. And can you know? back it up. Thank you. And that's the most important thing, right? Yeah. You have to because if you're just saying it, then got you're, them rings. You're, you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Caroline, so since you picked Creed, what's your favorite Creed quote? My favorite? <laughs> favorite Creed moment and quote is when it, um, it's Halloween at the office and everyone dresses up and he shows up covered in blood and he was like wow incredible timing and just comes in with that like probably two or three words and whatever the actual quote yeah. is phenomenal that one or when they're doing the murder mystery yeah, I was just yeah. say that one yeah. and he comes in and <laughs> 
okay, yep, yeah, I'm just gonna go get settled real quick. And then he, he leaves. Michael's like, there's been a murder. And yeah. He's like, you know, oh. he's like, gets out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched The Office, it's okay. Who's Pam? <laughs> Which one is Pam? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Creed wins that one. All right, the third one is, who would you rather ride in a car with? A five-star Lyft driver. If you don't pick Lyft, you don't love this podcast, so. Take take that where it is. Thank you, Lyft. Yep. Or, oh, and that five-star Lyft driver has free snacks. Oh, that's, okay. that's big a perk. big changer. Do yeah. you want that, or do you want to ride with Dave and Nicole Tepper? If you haven't seen Cart Talk yet, you need to go see Cart Talk to just get a little taste. Do we have to ride with Bill, too, what, or just yeah. Dave and yeah, Nicole? Bill, <laughs> Bill does not. You replace Bill. Okay. Who's driving? Well, Nicole drove. Nicole drove. But Nicole's I driving? think Dave could be an interesting... Maybe spice. If you saw you know, car talk, you would up. know what right. that would be like. Nicole yes. did not make it seem like we want to be in the car if Dave's driving. Well, yeah. he said he's fine. I mean, they didn't say he got in any accidents. Yeah. So rubbing up on the mm. on the curb, little of this action. Yeah. 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 It would keep it interesting. So do you want Dave and Nicole Tepper or a five star Lyft driver with free snacks? Although I feel like Dave and Nicole would stop and get food, and it would probably mm, yeah. be really good food. Yeah. So I'm picking Dave and Nicole, even though I love this podcast, love Lyft. I'm picking Dave and Nicole. Will. Dave and Nicole and I could get in a lift with a five star lift driver that has snacks. What what if Ultimate. Dave what if Dave and Nicole get in the lift with you? Yes. No. No. I want one of them driving. Okay. What if they get in the lift and they pay the lift driver to let them drive the car? Yes. Yes. I'm picking Dave and Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I mean I kinda I, I want to be in the car with Dave and Nicole too. I gotta see the driving for myself. Yeah. After all this talk on car talk about it. I wonder if Dave if he would have grown up in a different time, mm. if he would have like grown up and been a teenager now, would he have been a Lyft driver? He was a short order cook. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if that would have been a job for him growing up. Can you imagine? I could totally see it. I mean, I would hope he still would keep the afro that he had yeah. back in the yeah. day. So yeah. just imagine him behind the wheel in the afro. Oh my gosh! He's he loves having you know conversation. Oh, he would have the the best. He conversation. would talk your ear off. He would, right? Yeah, he would be known for a great conversation. Yeah. He would he would he wouldn't even need the radio. He would just sing to he you. Could sing yes, to you. he could yeah. sing to you. Yeah. So when we were in Miami, a little side story: we went to dinner one night as a Panthers group, and Dave and Nicole hosted all of us who were down there. The crab legs that were delivered to the table, I didn't think they were real crab. Yeah, they were. I'm not. I mean, maybe like, like two and a half, three feet long. That's. And we were joking. They they landed where I was sitting. I got a prime seat at the table only because when I walked in, it was Nicole and then Dave's daughter was sitting there, and there was an open seat. So I know both of them. So I sat down there. Well, that. Really, I mean, if you sit near the people that are hosting, you're going to get all the great food mm-hmm. right in front of you. So mm-hmm. it was a great, great spot. So the, the crab legs end up in front of me. And people are asking, oh, will you pass me a crab leg? It wasn't like I could reach everyone at the table with the crab leg. Yeah. So I would just pick up one end and reach it down this, you know, it was probably a 12-foot, 15-foot table. Right. Here you go. You know, just hand it to them. And they could so- grab the claw at the other end. <laughs> We were so, saying you could, like, scratch your back yeah, with this king crab. Did you have to, like, did they give you the tools to, like, crack they, these it was, things? They were pre-cracked. So, that's, oh, okay. that's so nice. when you yeah. pulled the meat out, it was like a sausage. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was nice. unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, last one here. Um, which was the better robbery? Okay, so so who who pulled off the better robbery? The NFL, 
not giving CMC Offensive Player of the Year. They robbed CMC of that. Or the Ocean's Eleven crew at the casino. Love Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, Michael Thomas took home Offensive Player of the Year. Yep. Obviously had a record-setting season with the Saints. So did Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Christian 1,000, 1,000, only been done twice before. Third most yards ever in one season, ever, and led the, and led the league in touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all we all feel Christian should have yeah. taken home that award, especially when it's a Saints wide receiver who ends up winning it. Well, I mean, and, and people like, oh, you know, he wasn't, you know, those 1,000 yards receiving, it was just dump outs through the, I mean, come on. Michael it's Thomas was running seven yards. Yard, he was yeah. running seven-yard curl routes. Like, yeah. let's, let's be real That's here. a very good point. I mean, that's. Now, he did, Michael Thomas did set a record for receptions in a single season, which right. is impressive, right? Right. He had like 149, 159 catches. Christian had 116. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. No, I'm with you. Now you ha- you feel like there's an- there was another heist with the Super Bowl MVP. No, I, I the more I think about it though, like there's there's this thing now where you have to be a QB to be an MVP. Period. Like it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that that's kind of jumped the shark that they're now creating these other awards just to honor everybody else because no position player is ever going to win the MVP anymore. Which I just like Damian Williams, two touchdowns, 133 yards. I I'm as the game was unfolding, I was thinking, man, Damian Williams. I mean, yeah, who's I mean, I was like, who's going to win this MVP? Right. You know, like Bosa. If the Niners were to pull it off, right, was just ridiculous. Use check for a while. There. Yeah. <laughs> but here's here's I think the question you have to ask yourself, Will. If you put a different running back in for Damian Williams, would the result have been different? And if you put a different quarterback in for Patrick right. Mahomes, yep. and I think that's where it really comes down. Mahomes did some things that I think were very Mahomes-esque mm-hmm. that I don't think you could replicate with many other guys. What Damian Williams did running behind that offensive line and, look, doing his job, but I think it was a little bit more replaceable and thus why the most valuable player was the guy slinging the rock. Sure, and I think, I think as in the final – Five or six minutes of the fourth quarter. It sure. became Mahomes. It sport. became Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mahomes. I still. Yeah, it was. But I just think just the the larger point being. That, uh, oh, I agree. You know, I mean, but the the game is essentially about the, it's the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and and that it's really always been that way, and especially more so now. Um, and the, with the latest being Patrick Mahomes, and I know he was asked this after the game. You know, you feel like you're the face of the NFL now. Um, very well might be. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson, man, those two. What I thought was interesting with that question was he named other quarterbacks that would also be the face. Yeah. There were no talks about Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. or, you know, some of these other big players. Mm-hmm. It was all quarterbacks. It was like, no, there's, you know, some other great guys. There's some, you know, yeah. and he, he listed off quarterbacks. I think that is the point. It is a quarterbacks league. That's what this league is, yeah. It is. All right, to finish this podcast off, there was a quote this week that won all, all other quotes. Uh, it is you can't beat it. You you can't come up with something better because the timeliness was there, and that makes a great quote. But then also what you say and how it's delivered makes the mm. quote great. Andy Reid, best week of his life, I'm sure. But this particular quote will go down in the history of people will forget the score of the game. People will you know forget the little nuances. People won't forget this. Yeah, an all timer. He was asked about his Super Bowl night. Did he spend the night with the trophy? Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't spend the night with the trophy. I spent the night with my trophy wife. Phenomenal. That's Amazing. that right there is a great 
great quote. So we want to leave you with other great quotes that Max found in this article yeah, that just made me laugh out loud. Googled like funny sports <laughs> quotes in history. <laughs> and this is what the research reveals. I will say before we get into this though, another great quote from Andy. I think he said right after the game, something like, you know, like, what are you gonna oh, yeah. do? And he was like, I'm gonna get the biggest cheeseburger I've ever had. It might even be a double, like something like that. But double it's just cheese. Like, it's just, double yeah, cheese. Double cheese. Just amazing. Yeah. Like yep. yeah, that's why you love Andy Reid. He's the best. He's just, he is. Um, all right, here's another um, legendary NFL coach, Marv Levy. You might remember from the Bills. <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> asked during a season if the game they were about to play was a must-win, and he said no. World War II was a must-win. He's got a point. Which is I, <laughs> yeah. that is my ultimate must-win. My pet peeve questions. Yeah. Is this a must win? It's a, that makes the answer what? better because yeah. it's such a terrible question. It's a terrible yep. question. Stop asking that question. Yep. You're, a, you're absolutely right. It's an eh win. I yeah, feel like. Nah, eh. we're good. No, what I, I was so. struggling to come up with was quotes where like people really nailed it. Mm-hmm. The, mo- the quotes I just keep remembering are the ones where people like, get made fun of for what yeah. they said. You know? sure. There aren't many that are just. You know, memorable because they were so good. Like when I think about coaches, especially like I think about Denny Green. Yep. You know, with the whole they are who, they we, are who we, we thought they, they were, were, and we let them off the hook. Playoffs. I think of Mora. Yeah. The playoffs. Playoffs. Great. Guys I really can't good. hear playoffs without <laughs> thinking about that because in yeah. Indianapolis, my third year when the team started out one and five, and then started winning. That's when I mean it was perfect. The playoffs. Yep. We're just yep. trying to win a game, you know, it's like that. Kind of- we we said that so many times because the Colts in that season, if they didn't win, they weren't in the playoffs. So yep. no one was talking like internally about the playoffs. Oh my gosh, the playoffs! Yep, such so, a good one. I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah, I mean, it's usually. I also like Kirk Cousins when he came around the corner. He's like, yeah. "You yes. like that? Yes, that's you like you that. Like that? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one." But Andy Reid, Andy Reid wins with the him. trophy. Wife. So so good. It yeah. it was, it was so good because it's just so Andy Reid. He ate his you know cheeseburger with double cheese. <laughs> might even be a double. <laughs> might even be a double. <laughs> it might even be. <laughs> good good wholesome content oh for gosh. your Super Bowl week. We hope everyone enjoyed the finale of. Uh, Football. Hey, 2020 season. 2020 season starts now. Yep. Starts right now. We are gearing up for the combine and all things NFL draft. I hate mock drafts. So pray for me during this time of year. Um, Mock draft season. They're they're coming. They're coming. It's underway. Let's go. Panthers.com mock draft season. (laughs) Max is on top of it. But I despise them, but I look at them because I am curious about the direction that all of these teams are going to go. But before we even get to the draft, it's free agency. Um, A lot of exciting things happening around the NFL and for your Carolina Panthers that the change has begun, and I don't think we're quite done. So hang on. It's going to be a busy offseason. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Group Chat, and we will see and talk to you next week. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 